Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barley. Another simulcast for This Comes Next podcast. The topic today is the dream of the commune farmer philosopher. Folks that are familiar with Short Funk and my ramblings in general will be well aware that I have the dream of one day moving to a farm and never having to deal with a wide variety of the problems that I encounter in my day-to-day life. I don't know where this farm will be. I don't know what I'll grow on this farm. Well, I have some idea. I have some ideas associated with the kinds of things that I'd like to grow on this farm. In particular, the plans that I have associated with this thing are as esoteric as finding blocks of land periodically and just thinking about what it would take for my life to be on a farm sometime. I don't know. I mean, ideally, I would do it by the time I was 50. Ideally, I would have at least 10 years worth of livable life on this thing. But in parallel, I also have dreams of moving to the UK in a similar time frame. So these two things compete. Within this idea is my vision of the kind of, I don't know whether it's like a kibbutz or a commune or whether it's just me and my wife and the cats out in the open. But I have this notion of the farmer philosopher who has been a reoccurring theme in my life. My uncle, my paternal uncle, funnily enough, for a period of time had a hobby farm where he grew wheat and a variety of other things, kept sheep and this kind of stuff. I mean, just a wonderful kind of rural pastoral life that I'd longed to lead in some fundamental sense. And I've known a number of hobby farmers and a number of people that have just gotten out with some amount of money and decided to get into farming as a means of just escaping the insanity that those of us that live in the kind of corporate rat race experience on a regular basis. So within this light, I have a very defined and dreamlike view of what it would be to be a farmer. And I reflect on people like our listener Mike King, who is a farmer in terms of having a farm, but who professionally draws income through other means. And I wonder if being a farmer philosopher requires you in some light, to draw income from other means as well. What other means could I draw income from? Well, clearly not podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe software, maybe writing, maybe something, but not podcast. So, in this light, the farmer philosopher remains an ideal. Also, in Field of Chaos, if you read Field of Chaos, there's a character called Monica, who basically represents a man in probably his late 50s, early 60s, who wrote a variety of different kinds of software and then, to use a Las Vegas metaphor, cashed out, bought a farm. I think periodically he went back to teach university after he owned this environment, developed a large sprawling commune on a piece of land with a lot of walking and a lot, a lot of technology. There was a bulletin board system on the edge of the property, but really it was a commune in a very fundamental sense. The notion of waking up when you wake up and going to bed when you go to bed and having an income independent of going into an office. There's an Australian poet called Banjo Patterson, a late Australian poet called Banjo Patterson, who has a wonderful poem called Clancy of the Overflow. And he has within this poem, I'm sitting in my dingy little office where a stingy ray of sunlight struggles feebly down between the houses tall, and the fetid air and gritty of the dusty, dirty city through the open window floating spreads its foulness over all. I reflect on my life. I don't live or work in that kind of environment, but I do feel when I'm at my standing desk 
looking out over the cubes, a little bit of Banjo Patterson touching me, screaming to me, perhaps, that I need to become a philosopher farmer sometime in my life, if not to learn the follies of the philosopher farmer as much as the potential wonder that it brings to me as I record podcasts such as this. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.